0: All right, what's up guys? This is your host Brandon Calloway and before we get started I just want to let you guys know that Black Spartans Chapter 3, the flagship title of Dark Moon Comics, is about to hit Kickstarter July 29th. So Black Spartans is a story about a demon hunter named Balbino who's on a journey to build his demon hunting guild from scratch, restore the honor of his father's name, and learn how to control the dark Power with inside of himself um and at the same time the demon king shooting doji is also on a journey to unite the demon races and eradicate the greatest threat to their kind humans so see how these two journeys collide in an epic story of friendship resilience and sacrifice in black spartans chapter three that is live on kickstarter friday july 29th and in chapter three the black spartans are trying to relax between jobs and they run into something even worse than another demon they run into a demon hunting guild that's up to no good so check that out and enjoy this episode thank you what's up my fellow indie comic nerds this is brandon calloway writer and creator of black spartans founder of dark moon comics and i am your host for the black comic creators podcast this is a podcast where we talk to black creators in the indie comics and manga space and just learn more about their creative process their overall business how they got into it how they grew their audience and what inspires them so stick around hope that you have as much fun listening as we do chopping it up and getting to know each other all right let's get to it all right welcome back to another episode of black comic creators today we have chuck cox from uh black astronaut productions i'm gonna let chuck talk about all of the all the amazing stuff that that, that he does so go ahead chuck introduce yourself to the people
1: brandon thanks again for having me um like you said i'm with Black Astronaut Productions and Royal House Comics. I've been writing for a really long time, <laughs> twenty <laughs> years and, and more, um, and writing with purpose for about fifteen. Uh, I got into comics uh, kind of the the same way that we all did as a, as a fanboy, my whole life. Uh, before I could even read, I was into looking at those cool pictures. Mm-hmm. It was actually the Sam Wilson action figure that got me to the books, but that's a little extra.
0: That's what's uh, up. Man.
1: So a few years ago, I was with my daughters and I was super pumped that they, I felt like they were old enough to watch some some of my fan stuff with me. Mm-hmm. So I sat them down. It was real serious. It's like, we're going to watch Buffy right now. <laughs> so my little, little one's into it because, you know, I'm into it. But my oldest, she was just unimpressed and it was hurtful. I was like, what's, what's happening? Yeah, Buffy's a classic. This is hilarious, right? And she looked at me and she's like, yeah, it's, you know, it's cool. And it hit me like a lightning bolt. There are no black people on Buffy until season two when you meet Kendra, Mm. none. Like there's a couple in the classroom in the back, but there are none. And Seeing how that affected her, immediately I thought, I got you. You're each getting a character and I'm bringing them to life. I'm starting tomorrow. Next thing, I uh, had a really earnest conversation with my little one and she thought it'd be great to have wings and bird powers and laser eyes. <laughs> I was like, I got you. So I created this character, the Rook, uh, which was you know going to be my foray into superhero comics. Yeah. And I took a detour, you know, we all have those unfinished projects. Right. Uh, but like having this for her to see just made everything else a little bit easier. Yeah. After that, you know, it was just kind of, um, I, I kept seeing these, these uh, posts on these Facebook groups in the community. This guy was like, wouldn't it be great if instead of arguing who's more important, Writer or the artist, we all just put our heads together and made something. And I thought, well, yeah, that would be fantastic. Royal House Comics happened within that conversation. Yeah, and it's been full steam ahead since then. It's been a really, really great trip.
0: Yeah, that's that, that's awesome. And shout out to Roderick Curtis. He was the yeah, the second interview that we did on the on the show. Uh, doing great the over there, yeah. Royal House. Uh, so, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about Black Astronaut Productions. Uh, what what is, I mean, the name immediately is a, is a head turner, right? Uh, so just tell, tell, us, tell us a little bit about Black Astronaut Productions. Uh, what, what do you guys do? How do you come up with the name? All of that.
1: Uh, Black Astronaut Productions is a full media and production company. Uh, my business partner, Omar, uh, has been involved in the music industry for many years, which is how we met eight, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. um, booking shows, festivals, all those things. And, you know, me being in the, in the bands, we were always running across each other. Uh, he's the, the mastermind behind the Carolina music awards, Georgia music awards. So, uh, we were talking, um, at a book conference and he was like, I got this awesome idea for a movie. I got a screenplay. Can you look at it? I was like, hell yeah, I'll look at it. By the end of that summer, we had why men cheat, which was going to be our first feature. Mm -hmm. Uh, We shot some documentary style footage, did a few things um, and came out with something that we were we were pretty happy with, but didn't really move the needle the way we wanted it to. So we just kept plugging along. Uh, We recently he just executive produced a reality show called Don't Touch That Kitchen about kids cooking, kids safety, cooking yeah. in the kitchen. Episode one is on YouTube right now. That's um, sure. And, you know, as, as a, as a production company, we aren't just focusing on film. Uh, we've had some good luck in the, in the unscripted space mm-hmm. uh, we did. He executive produced uh, 12 episodes of a show called entrepreneurs which is think of like an American idol for, for entrepreneurs. Ah. Now it was 12 episodes. It didn't air in America. but We got a little bit, a little bit of play elsewhere. Mm. And those are, there's a book happening right now that I'm in the midst of editing. And, and one of the things that we thought would be neat with this book is to, to have those episodes available with the, you know, you purchase the book about the experience, you get the episodes, the 12 episodes. Um, so, you know, like we were talking before, there was a, a couple of things that we had come up with um, that we wanted to shoot as a short film. Now, with those kind of movies, uh, those kind of budgets, it might cost you 5,000 to get it shot and get everything done the way that you like. After that, there's kind of this uh, gateway to festivals where the idea is you go out, you get your movie seen and something happens after that or or not. And you go back to the drawing board. Yeah. Now, the goal is always to be able to make more stuff. You know, you want, you want to have somebody give you a, a bankroll so you can make your short movie longer or you can make your next feature or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there is a large amount of please notice us. Here's money so I can show up now, hey, look at me, you know, look at what we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of the nature of it at, at the level that, that we were at in that process. So even if things go well, most likely that five grand is gone. Right. Forever. Yeah. Which, you know, if you're rolling in it, great. You just go on to the next thing. If you're not, you got to start thinking about more strategic ways to use that, that 5,000 yeah so again as a as a massive fanboy massive fanboy i mean i've been reading comics 40 plus years um it it seems super logical now there was a little disconnect for me like i I kept thinking of reasons not to do it like do people care about independent stuff that's not marvel or dc right do people care and and honestly i saw like as i was meeting roderick I saw a couple other things that happened that were serendipitous that made me think, yes, people do still care. Yeah. I saw an ad for this book called *The Antagonist*. Yeah, I was like, that's a superhero book. Yeah, that's not Marvel or DC. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. There, there Tyler Martin, another, *Godhood* comics. Yeah, it was *Godhood*. It was uh, that was one of the lights that went off. Like, okay, it doesn't have to be one of the big two. Yeah, uh, and then at about the same time, I ran across some limitless comics. I, you know, I was just buying everybody's everything. Mm-hmm. So, I was talking to, oh, I was like, look, I, I've lived in this world my whole life. Let's do it. And He's like, yeah, let's go, let's do it, because uh, he's he's got ideas, and we can take 100% control of those things. You know, how I was telling you, yeah, you know, a lot of times in in the film industry, if I if a story gets optioned if it goes into production, they're just gonna hire somebody else to rewrite the whole thing that you poured your life into. Right. Uh Which for, for good or for ill, sometimes it needs that. But a lot of times it's like the screenwriter gets cut out of the equation. They give uh-huh. you some money. They pat you on the head. Yeah. Send you on your way. Right, right. Um, and it,
0: it becomes this kind of twisting of your original vision to that, right. that, uh, that they think it becomes more tailored to the audience than to the true story or to the vision.
1: Right. Or even worse, it becomes somebody else's vision. Yeah. Now that's the the collaborative nature of that industry. Mm -hmm. And you know, none of us are going to change it by yelling about it. Right. But what I, what I did know we could do was tell good, very good stories centered on black characters so my daughters could see that full cell that was my sole motivation was so they could see themselves reflected in all this badassery that's happening in in these other fandoms um and and it all it all came down to to that that buffy weekend
0: that's what's up (laughs) that's that's what's up uh and you know Cause like growing up Buffy the Vampire Slayer and, and Angel like uh oh, those they angel, were so good.
1: yeah
0: <laughs> and coi- coincidentally my favorite character on Angel was Gunn uh but it, be- because it was who I saw myself as Gunn he he wasn't he wasn't a, a de- he didn't have you know the powers of a demon or mm-hmm. or he wasn't angel he he didn't he didn't you know he wasn't like Wesley who had who could do magic every, every now and, like it, it just he was just a dude. He was a black he dude. Was a dude. He was like even before protecting he met Angel, his people. Yeah, yeah, he was out there slaying slaying vampires. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, and so I was able to see him and tell myself, if I was in that world, I would be gone. That is what I. Yes. Was.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so because so and it, which like I gravitated to watching Angel more than than Buffy.
1: Agreed. Uh, I prefer Angel as I got older. Mm-hmm. I I. Got out of the like I don't want to any characters that got to take a test or go to a locker. Or, I grew out of the yeah the high school thing. Yep, but I was all about some angel, all about some angel too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: but, but so that that's that's uh it, it's it's cool and it's um uh, exciting to hear that 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 is a that's a inspiration for you and I know uh man I got a bunch of questions but. And I'm trying not to take us off too far off the side, <laughs> but what i cur- have you ha- have you thought about creating a uh, like a, a vampire slayer story or a vampire centric uh, story, or,
1: or have have you? Only only just recently, um, and I'll give you the cliff notes of it. <laughs> I've I've always enjoyed the vampire movies and uh, quite a few vampire books mm-hmm. but there are certain things that i absolutely did not want to do i don't want vampires running around trying to make out with everybody like i just want <laughs> them to be monsters right right like scary monsters yeah yeah it just so happen to live longer uh but that doesn't mean they're super put together and wealthy and mm-hmm. you know they're i mean some of them just like live under the train station they're they're blood sucking monsters yeah um that's a tough sell to people. People want to see the the cool, super suave black leather, ascot wearing vampires. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so recently, I've gravitated toward uh, one of the projects on, on my to do list. We'll have um, a zero issue is it's actually being colored right now. It's called a uh, it's called Tombs versus Everyone, and it's about a guy that hunts monsters.
0: That's what's up that's what's up so uh uh which leads me kind of in, in into the next thing and the question i really should have been asking anyway um tell us about the anthology so you you are you're about to publish or you're like really close to to uh publishing your anthology when is that when is that like when, when's it, that? Will,
1: it will be uh 30 30 july end of this month okay cool end of this month
0: cool so yeah. July thirtieth, uh, is it will it, it going to be on Kickstarter? Is it we're we're, we're no, we're
1: going uh, we're going direct to well. The first thing on uh, two days before release, I am offering free copies, digital copies to anyone who signs on a mailing list at mm-hmm. it'sonlychuck.com. Mm-hmm. Anybody who wants to show up can have one. Um, it's called Whispers from Black Boxes Volume One, and the idea was if I use an anthology format. I can tell any story. Like right? there's no boundaries. Right. Um, and it's absolutely a love letter to, to some of my youth favorite things, you know, Twilight Zone, Tales from the Dark Side, Outer Limits. So I can do all the things without having to worry about, am I follow, still following the rules? Well, there's no rules. There's only eight pages of this, and the next yeah. eight, next 15, or something else. Um, how, how many so, different, how many, so how many pages is the whole anthology? The first anthology is for 38 pages. Sorry, and actually, 38.
0: let me, let me not do that thing where we just talk about stuff and assume that everybody
1: knows what, what it is. <laughs> what is an anthology? An anthology is a collection of, uh, of short stories that can be tied together or not. Usually there's a theme in an anthology. Uh, I did try to keep the theme of okay these are the horror stories even though this one might have a little sci-fi lean or fantasy stories like volume two is more fantasy centric Mm -hmm. uh but also not not fantasy uh sword and sorcery yes there is that but also urban fantasy like worlds within worlds magic existing in the contemporary setting um so those kinds of things thematically i tried to keep in same volumes um, but outside of that, it's literally just uh, a collection of shorts. You know, I, I was telling you, I've been writing for quite some time. Uh, I ghost wrote a novel once, but I've never actually written a novel. Um, uh, it's this weird mental block that I have. I just can't. <laughs> I lose focus, or or something. I don't know what's ha- what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I absolutely know what happens. I feel like. There's a lot of things as a reader that I enjoy, as a writer, I don't want to describe trees. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. waste time with what people <laughs> are wearing, I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. Um, so I've always gravitated toward the short story. Mm-hmm. It's It's like a snapshot of, of this greater epic, right? So you got one moment, you don't know what came before, you don't know what comes after. It can practically be anything you want Depending on how you feel when you read this story, mm-hmm. there there are short stories that I've read that i I have a totally different concept of the aftermath years later than I than I had before, just because I was in a different headspace, a different yeah. different maturity level. And that's great. you know, a novel is beginning, middle, and end. You can do that same beginning, middle and end in the short, but right. it's just here. yeah, and the rest is all here, and that's I love that part
0: yeah yeah so
1: that short story aspect is kind of what i was pushing with the anthology idea uh i, I was actually kind of nervous about it. i was roderick was like no no you can you should absolutely do that because i it wasn't something that i'd seen from one author uh mm-hmm. in the comic space i'd seen things where it was a collection of many different authors and artists yeah and so uh, but
0: that's a, that's a good clarification so the 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 anthology like this anth the "Whispers whisper from the black box is an anthology but it is also still uh you know in the comic space so so it's not like a novel type short story it's it's a it is a, a collection sequential. of of yes. eight page comics
1: uh yes cool yes cool it was they, two of the stories one of the stories is the very first thing i ever wrote as a comic my mm-hmm. like first full out just comic script and i can totally tell looking back um because i was obsessed with the the show don't tell aspect uh-huh of comics like you'll hear show don't tell a lot in screenwriting yeah Maddening. yep well oh, in all writing yeah show
0: I went when i started writing I uh, I spent two years just like reading books and watching YouTube videos and stuff mm-hmm. like how do I build you know, how, how do I write good stories good compelling stories so that I I, I always tell people my my uh, my biggest fear I was gonna I was gonna like be writing like he went to the park <laughs> like like right. Just- Right, <laughs> <More>. <laughs> so I spent two years making sure I didn't write that sentence, right? <laughs> uh, but you often in everything it was just show don't tell, yeah,
1: show don't tell, and 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 it, it confounds people sometimes. I was super lucky, I had this mentor that broke it down for me in like like I was six, and he was like, If you establish a character a certain way, don't say. She was angry. Say she slammed her fist on the table, and I was like, "Oh, oh, snap! Okay, that's your show. Don't tell." Like now, I get it. Yep. Now I get it. Because you know, there was a time I was like, "What does that mean? Does that mean describe it more?" I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, that's what, <laughs> you know, I'm, I lean more toward the toward the beige prose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, just the essence of show, don't tell. If you can show in a picture character's reaction in, in your sequence of art, y'all need them to say whatever it is, clever thing you think you need them to say. Um, and it always goes back to, for me, when I was like 12 years old, uh, I saw this G.I. Joe comic, and it was a silent comic. And it was when you find out that Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes are connected by the Arashikage, like there's no captions no words apparently they re-release it every few years but it was totally silent and i thought it was the coolest thing ever yeah because it tells you this great story
0: i I just saw somebody like yesterday there's a kickstarter uh for a silent comic and it was the first time something blue right it's called something something blue i think so title i saw that too and and i i I, I was like man and, and it got me thinking like how like how would I even do that? (laughs) You got to really be here with the artist.
1: Yeah. Yeah, So my, my whole mindset was as I'm writing this script, how much of the story can I tell without anyone saying anything? Got to a certain point where I was like, all right, dude's going to have to speak, (laughs) but but it's okay. Like there's not much dialogue, you know, And, and, and just as a little as a parallel, if you're doing, if you're thinking about moving pictures and film, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the most powerful things aren't spoken. Yeah. You know, you leave it up to these people who are emoting it. Uh, and I thought, uh, I'm just going to try that as hard as I can. And there's, I don't know, a hundred words of dialogue in it. And I was super happy with how the artist brought out all the, all the things that I, I want to explore. In that. And that story is called One for One. That's the first chapter of Whispers from Black Boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, the next story was the first thing I pitched to Rodder when we were, we were just starting out at Royal House. Um, and Don Lambert is this great artist, D inks uh, is this art name and, you know, giving him this, these pages and just got super prolific and works super fast. And you know how exciting, you know, how it is like, yeah. Write something down, and then you get all this art, and it's like, yo, yeah. Look right? <laughs> hey, look at you! Show- I was showing it to everybody. Like, look at this, look at this. <laughs> and and that, you know, two years later, it hasn't gone away. Yeah. So I know I'm doing the right thing. That's what's up. I know I'm in the right place. That's
0: what's up. But but you're absolutely right. On a bad day, I'm like, man, I need to I need to like get one of my pages turned into to art, so I could just see it and and, like stare
1: at it for the rest of the day
0: yeah uh like whether whether i publish like I, i have i have so many stories and stuff that that you know i got drafts like even draft art for uh storyboards and all of that 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 aren't aren't out yet uh, and every now and then i just pull them up and look at them like man that looks amazing I, people gonna love this even if right. they don't i
1: don't care right. it doesn't even matter it doesn't even matter because it yeah. gets you there where yeah you need to be <laughs> yeah yeah
0: so it, that, that just man that that creating com- creating comics is fun it is it, it is. is very 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 fun uh cool man so you 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 got you got this anthology releasing july 30th uh which i think will be right around the time that this episode is is dropping. We're recording this July July 1st uh, right now. So uh, tell people again where they can go and uh, pick it up.
1: It's, uh, it's I-T-S-O-N-L-Y-C-H-U-C-K dot com. You give me your email address, I promise not to abuse it, and I'll send you a free PDF. The following day, it goes live on RoyalHouseComics.com for sale. Um, it won't be super expensive. Uh, I'm trying to create more value by giving more pages for less money, because some of the subsequent volumes will will have extended stories that will span other volumes. Yeah. Uh, the next volume will start the the four-issue mini-series type of story. So there'll be like one, one shot. And then the two other stories will have continuations. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, I, I forgot to tell you about the last story in, in volume one. It's, uh, it's called too much talking will kill us all. And okay. it actually is the sci-fi leaning kind of, um, I don't want to give too much up because it's only four pages, Okay, but cool. <laughs> it was absolutely inspired. It was the last story I wrote for the anthology. Uh, i knew i wanted it to be a three-parter and i was thinking i wanted to get this other thing into it and then i saw some art from the royal house team and i went and wrote this like 500 word short story and i thought wow this is it this is it there's some things happening in the world that kind of inspired the title Mm -hmm. and and the sentiment um you know how any horror movie there's there's this monster coming or something terrible has happened. There's always that one character. It's like, what, where tell me what's happening like now, man, we got to run now. We got to run. Why are you talking? That irks me to know. I mean, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Sometimes you just need to run. Yeah. You don't need to speak. (laughs) You just need to run. So I I went with it. Um, and I'm super happy with the, you know, three awesome artists. You know, like like D D Don Lambert, Delvecchio, Faison did one for one. Mm-hmm. Ivan Wright, he did too much talking, and I was so happy with all of their work. And, and you know, staring at pictures all day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. That that's that's what's up, man. Well, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, to see it myself. You know, I I, I really. I, I, I was talking to another creator. So um the Jay Allen from 2923 Comics. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. I know who they are. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's a so Jay, Jay was talking about this, you know, (laughs) idea of a like a comic book mixtape type thing anthology. Uh I had been thinking about doing like a collection of, you know, uh dark moon comics characters in, in anthologies but I haven't I just it's not something I've seen um and so I am I'm just I'm a, I'm excited I'm excited to see it because I imagine like like being able to pick this up and, and read like multiple multiple stories even even if they are short stories experiencing multiple stories just all all you know and one is it sounds 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 dope so i'm super excited about it looking forward to it i will put so it's only chuck.com and royalhousecomics.com i'll put both of those uh links in the in the description of of this episode so so people can people can grab them thank
1: you if things go well how how as well as we hope um black astronaut will be shooting a couple of these short stories that's what's up as as uh just another thing to add value to, to what's happening. Like you buy a book, a digital book. Well, now you get a, a little file of a, of a six minute movie or, yeah. or something like that, uh, just to kind of take absolute control of our, of our own media. Yeah. Um, and tell those stories. Like, like you were saying, you know, people think, well, I want more of this. Where is it? Well, yeah. It's here. We just got to talk a little louder, right? Wave our right. arms a little harder. Yep, that's all.
0: Yep, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming through. Yeah,
1: thanks a lot for having
0: me. No problem, no problem. Chuck from Black Astronaut Productions and Royal House Comics. Thanks for coming. So, that does it for another episode of Black Comic Creators. Hopefully, you found a new creator to follow. You had a little bit of fun, learned something, uh, and just enjoyed yourself. So, like I said, that's it. Next week, we got another new creator uh new content dropping every Friday trying to drop every Friday don't 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 hold me to that uh but yeah new content coming on a consistent basis if you're interested in learning more about dark moon comics more about the manga that we're releasing uh go to darkmooncomics.com you can find us on social media instagram or Facebook at Darkmoon Comics uh check out black Spartans and Make sure you like and subscribe and just follow the podcast and stay tuned for, like I said, new episodes dropping every Friday. Peace.